Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest has more than 27 years of experience in environmental health and energy policies. He has testified before both houses of the U.S. Congress and many state legislatures and agencies on a variety of matters affecting diesel technology. Please welcome Alan Schaefer, Executive Director of the Diesel Technology Forum. Alan, welcome to the show. Hi, Peggy. Thanks for having us. Great to be with you. And we're delighted to have you as well. So, Alan, we have a lot to talk about today, but I think I want to just really start by talking and having you just explain why why is it so important that we discuss diesel right now? I mean, there's a lot going on. I know we just had the Volkswagen settlement. We want to talk about clean engine emissions. But let's just talk and give us a general focus on why clean diesel is so important, just the discussion overall on that. Sure. Well, I don't need to tell this audience probably, but, you know, this technology, uh, the diesel engine has been around uh, a good long while, and it's established itself today as the, really the prime mover for 15 sectors of the global economy, from construction machines and ag equipment to manufacturing and goods movement. Um, diesel is the power that, that moves commerce, and nothing is, the, nothing is uh, really threatening that position. Um, although a uh, lots of uh, coverage about diesel in the in the media in the recent year regarding Volkswagen's um, uh, activities uh, that led to some people questioning whether diesel is still a clean technology or not, but I can assure you that uh, that kind of thinking is limited to uh, that particular company and their unfortunate choices. So the technology as a whole um, continues to evolve, and I think you know really as we look towards the future, um, this is a technology that continues to improve, continues to innovate, and is, is really well positioned uh, to play a role um, going forward. So it's a, it's a lot of time, of a lot of discussion and news coverage about diesel, um, but there's also great opportunity there, and certainly with what's going on in Washington these days and folks talking about infrastructure development, um, I think we can see a, a really bright future. So if I look at the numbers, correct me if I'm wrong, but diesel technology and fuel has generated something more than $455 billion of the economic activity, right? Is it something in that number range? Am I right? Or it's somewhere up there, yeah. right? No, it's, it's huge. It's, um, it's equivalent in size, impact on the economy to the, the entire utility sector um, or the Internet information services uh, sector. So... When you think about all the, the diesel engine and equipment manufacturing, fuel refining, and all the servicing aspects of it, it's it's a big piece of the uh, of the global economy. So when we're talking about this, the the Volkswagen settlement, just to kind of talk, and and I think why should engine and equipment makers? I mean, this is pretty important right now because there was a lot of scuttlebutt about what was going on there. So I mean, we should all really be paying attention to what's happening there. I mean, for all of us in transportation who are looking all of these things, that's a pretty big important case, right? It, it is, and. And, um, you know, we're looking at it from two perspectives. One, of course, is the, the impact on, on the brand, on, on clean diesel as a technology. But the more important and practical opportunity that's here for all engine and equipment makers is that we've got about $2.8 billion of money that's about to flow into the economy for the purpose of 
of righting the, the wrong that Volkswagen did in terms of excessive NOx emissions. Uh, so what that means is that every state now will, in the next uh, three to six months, be gearing up to figure out how it's going to spend its share of that money. And uh, this comes at a, a time when, you know, I think most of the equipment and engine manufacturers, um, they would really welcome uh, the opportunity to get more of their new technology, the Tier 4 um, engines and near-zero technology that we have um, out into the population and get it into use. So this settlement um, brings in some new funding, and it's, it's competitive. Um, so it's, diesel is competing with other technologies. But we've, we've done a lot of analysis on this, and what, what we're very confident in is that when, when states start looking at their NOx emissions inventories and trying to identify the biggest sources and the biggest opportunities for reduction, um, that some of these very large engines and off-road um, and machines and equipment um, could uh, could very well come up um, in their sites. So we're hopeful that uh, that that process will play out the right way over you know the next uh, three to six months in all these states, and we're going to be an active uh, voice in that debate. So if we get some of that funding, I mean, we're talking about, you know, is like when you talk about clean diesel fuel, you know, it, it, we've got it now as the standard for both off on highway and off highway diesel engines. Are we talking about now that we might get more funding to do to do what? I mean, that's the high, a goal that you want. I mean, we've got an infrastructure problem, right? I mean, there's clearly some investment that needs to be made. But are we looking at better equipment? What are you hoping to do with the money? I mean, what's that next big step? Yep, there, there, are, there are about 10 allowable uses of these funds, and, and they include things like replacing or repowering aging diesel vehicles and equipment with new diesel or, or alternative fuels um, in the, both in the government and the private sector. And there's also some investments uh, set aside for charging and fueling infrastructure for zero-emission vehicles, which that in and of itself may create some demand for some of the infrastructure, uh, construction machines, et cetera. So there's a very prescribed um, ways in which the, the funds can be used. Um, and these things you know, range from the large uh, commercial freight trucks, uh, trucks that haul stuff around the ports, switcher locomotives, uh, ferries and tugboats, um, and then you get into uh, other areas and uh, forklifts and cargo handling equipment um, also subject to this. And then through the Diesel Emissions Reduction Act um, portion of this uh, of this settlement agreement, uh, this is where states can access the funds and help um, invest in repowering um, or replacing some of these older engines and equipment in the off-road space. So it's a it's a pretty defined program, and and the dollars are enormous. You know, California's number one, four hundred and twenty three million dollars coming to California, um, and it you know goes right on down from there. Uh, even uh, states like the District of Columbia, not even a state, but it's getting seven point five million dollars because of its share of uh, Volkswagen diesel cars that operated there. So lots of dollars in in states, and um, you know every state is looking at this differently. So. Um, We'll, we'll see how this thing shakes out over the next uh, couple months especially. But, you know, our sense at this point is that there's a mix of, of interest and certainly a, a heavy um, voice out there for investing in electric technology for vehicles and other things, but also I think um, a voice of reason for getting the biggest bang for the clean air buck here. Um, just last week I was at uh, the Environmental Council of States meeting in Washington 
with all the uh, state secretaries of the environment, and uh, we had the opportunity to appear on a panel session and highlight the, the benefits of investing in new clean diesel technology as these states make their funding decisions for this uh, these settlement dollars. So it's it's really simple. It's, it's, you know, the biggest bang for the buck. And, you know, we can take... Um, you know, we can take the example of uh, of a single tugboat. I just happen to have that in front of me. Um, that uh, one old engine that's not regulated at all um, emits as much as 96,000 pounds of NOx a year. So by taking that one engine um, from a, that, set, that state down to a, a Tier 4 state, a brand-new engine, we're getting over a 91% reduction in the NOx emissions from that, that one, one engine change. So it can be quite substantial. And uh, that's what we're hoping will will play out here. So I, if, if I'm hearing you, the, the basic goal of all of this is that clean diesel equipment, anything that helps get this job done, you know, the net zero emissions, whatever it might be, smart iron at a job site, whatever you're looking at, you're looking at locomotives, whatever that might be, your, your hope is that it will be this next generation of technology. You know, if I'm thinking about a construction job site, whatever it be, is to get these dollars that can help reinvigorate what we're trying to do in, in, in a whole host of transportation-type things, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's money to buy new equipment. It's money to repower engines of existing equipment. It's money to, um, you know, in, to invest in projects that will require the use of uh, construction machines and equipment. So um, it's, it's really a, a, you know, a pot of, gold of unfound dollars that uh, states, you know, are going to have to figure out how to use. Is it going to be hard to get people to come to an agreement on how to apply money? Because, you know, when you get a pot of gold, it's hard to get everyone in an agreement <laughs> on how to divvy that up. You are so right, Peggy. Uh, we've we've been involved in about half a dozen states so far, and we've testified in the California Senate. We've been on a, um, we had one minute to present our point of view in Colorado. We filed some comments in other states and attended some other workshops. And so everybody's approaching this differently. And we've already seen, as you might expect, um, our elected officials trying to uh, gerrymander how the funds can be used or not used. And we've seen legislative language stuck in bills in Ohio and uh, in California, you know, trying to say that the state has to use their money this way. And you know, we expect that, and we'll probably see more of that. But you know, I think at the end of the day, we'll 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 see people, um, you know, take a, a measured approach here, and they have to they have to quantify these benefits. So this is not just like, a, you know, a gift card to go shopping with for anything you want. It has to get measurable NOx reduction. So if you focus on the largest sources, and for most states, that's going to be commercial trucks and off-road engines and equipment, and then within that category, you start identifying your oldest engines. And machines, and then those are become your targets for these kind of funds. So that's how the process will work, and we're going to hope to to try and influence the the approvals of these in terms of keeping the the trustee honest and how they um, bless a state's plan uh, or reject it. And we think that um, you have to have some good criteria here. Alan, thank you. We wish you guys at the Diesel Tech for- Technology Forum much success with this. Thanks very thank you much, for, Peggy. All right, thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to come right here. Con Expo, Con Ag Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back. 
Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. Vin Village connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. Vin Village is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. 